everybody. I'm Mitch Goldich, and welcome to episode 46 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Yes, I know it's been a very long time since I put out a new episode. I started this podcast in July 2017 and published 45 episodes in about two and a half years, and we've been off the air since February 28th, 2020, but after almost exactly a full year, we are back. As you have clearly figured out by now, the reason for the long layoff was the coronavirus pandemic. To state the obvious, it has not been a good year for a podcast about traveling around the country eating in restaurants. I hope all of you and your families are doing well, or at least as well as can be expected, as hopefully we are coming down the home stretch. So before I get to today's episode, I figured I'd spend just a minute explaining the reason for the layoff. I know some listeners thought uh, the podcast might be over for good. Other people, some reached out to me and told me I should do things like what I've been cooking during the pandemic or episodes about takeout. And I will say I almost came back a couple times, but it just never felt quite right. Uh, I actually have a couple old episodes from Meals back in January and February 2020 that are done, but I just never posted them. Uh, Last February, I went to the Super Bowl and thought it would be fun to push out my two episodes from Miami first and bump them up in the queue. So those are the two most recent ones that you've heard. And so I have earlier ones, but it just, it didn't feel right posting them last March or April when things started to get really crazy. I think in some ways because we've been living with COVID-19 for a full year now, it's almost easy to forget just how scary it was those first couple weeks when things were shutting down. And I just didn't want to post fun episodes about meals I had eaten, you know, especially then there was such a debate about whether places should close or if there should be indoor dining. And some of those debates are still ongoing. I personally have not dined inside a restaurant for an entire year, but I didn't want to post those old episodes last March and April about meals I had obviously eaten inside and just act like everything was normal. And then I also just didn't want to come back with random cooking episodes or stray too far from the original format. Once I had taken a break, I thought I would just wait it out. And, you know, I even I thought about relaunching in the fall, but I didn't want to take another break once it got too cold for outdoor dining again. So basically now I'm back and I'm hoping that because the layoff was for so long, I'm back for good. So the plans now that we're back, I have a couple meals I want to tell you about from my outdoor dining experience. I do have those old indoor meals from last winter that I will finally post and get to. And I have a couple other fun ideas coming up, which I think should be enough to get us back into the warm weather when hopefully things are looking a little more normal again. So here we are, episode 46, and I do want to talk about the outdoor dining scene in New York City. To start with, I have to say I was pretty annoyed by a lot of the news coverage over the summer that referred to New York as a ghost town. I know that a lot of people left the city, either temporarily or for longer, but my wife and I, we barely left Manhattan, like barely for a day between March and November. And I actually thought the outdoor dining scene was an incredible testament to the restaurant owners and a lot of the people who stuck around. I know a lot of my listeners are from New York or live there, or I'm sure many of you saw pictures or saw similar setups in other cities. And, you know, obviously nothing about the pandemic has been fun or good, but I do think people have tried to find some silver linings that other people have pointed out. And I just, I loved the ingenuity from people who were just trying to make things work despite obvious challenges. And honestly, I think I... I, I think a lot of people from New York would agree with this. I'd be happy to see a lot of the outdoor dining ideas stick around, even when life gets back to normal. You know, a lot of restaurants in New York already had outdoor dining, but it was really just tables outside and a few umbrellas. But eventually, as the pandemic wore on, a lot of places built up these big outdoor structures. Some were like open air tents. Some were more like huts or sheds, and some had 
roofs and walls and there were, uh, you know, like legitimate construction projects. Uh, you know, a few of my Jewish friends, we were joking that they looked like sukkahs out there that people were building out in the street. There were a couple of times I was even sitting in a place and they were uh, hammering and building additions while we were sitting there eating, which was fine. Obviously, you're not going to complain uh, about them trying to build an addition out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, these things, they were they were very cool. In a lot of cases, they took over sidewalks or they encroached in on parking areas and they would take over areas in front of non-restaurant storefronts. Like if a restaurant was next to a hardware store, the restaurant would extend their seating area out in front of the store. And again, you know, in a lot of cases, it was fun. Sometimes it was it was a little hotter or colder than you might like uh, for outdoor dining, uh, typically. And you might prefer to be inside, but it's the way things were. And it was nice to be able to support our favorite restaurants, get out of the apartment for a bit, and, you know, see New Yorkers just trying to be as safe as possible and enjoy themselves and enjoy the city. I mean, obviously... There are always some videos out there about people who were jerks about masks and social distancing. But in my experience, there were also a ton of people who were just doing their best to manage and trying to enjoy the city and, and get a good bite to eat. So my wife, Sam, who many of you know from her being on this podcast a bunch of times, she and I did not do any outdoor dining from March until July. And then that first week of July, we went to Playa Betty's on the Upper West Side for Sam's birthday. Shout out to Playa Betty's, which was actually the subject of episode three way back in the day. Shout out to any of you who have been subscribers since that far back. But then I'd say from July until November, we probably went at least once every couple weeks and definitely a little more frequently by the fall. So since we're talking about outdoor dining, I want to tell you about one of my absolute favorite brunch spots in the city. It is called Community Food and Juice. Community is on the Upper West Side at 112th and Broadway, and on the menu they call themselves an American eclectic menu that features seasonal, local, organic food whenever possible. And that is definitely one of the things I love about it. Everything there is fresh and homemade, and not just the entrees, but they'll serve homemade hot sauce and jam, and they just care about everything being done in-house and coming out fresh and you can just really tell when a place puts in the effort like that. I will say Sam also loves the place partly because she has she says they have the best coffee in the city. I think listeners of this podcast probably know that I don't like coffee. It is one of the very few things that I just can't stand the taste of. But uh, I know Sam loves the coffee there, and this has been backed up by everyone we've gone with. And uh, she will, I'm sure, want me to say she also likes that you can order your coffee and they will not only refill you while you're sitting there, but they will then give you a to-go cup on your way out. So those of you who love coffee, you have to check it out. I will say I am just there for the food. I guess some uh, tea and orange juice for me as well, uh, but a bonus for coffee drinkers and uh, in addition to the excellent brunch. So as I mentioned, it's a go-to spot for us. It's also, it's a short walk from our apartment in New York. So I went multiple times during the pandemic. I went in August with Sam and our good friend Megan, who you may remember from episode 14, our Irish breakfast at the Grafton. It's been so long now, I have to shout out past episodes uh, because it's been uh, a year since I posted one and, and years since many of the older ones. Uh, but anyway, that time I went with the two of them. I ordered off the brunch special menu and got the biscuit sandwich. So reading from the menu now, scrambled eggs topped with melted cabot cheddar and house-made chicken apple sausage served on our whole wheat buttermilk biscuit served with carrot hash browns and spicy tomato jam. It sounds simple and basic, and it is, but you just have to take my word for it that everything is great. I know oftentimes on this podcast, I talk about crazy hamburgers or meals with ridiculous toppings, or I'll order the most unique sounding thing on the menu. And I mean, let's be honest, this is a sausage and egg biscuit with hash browns, but it's perfect. 
The biscuit is the right consistency. It's fluffy on the inside, but just like a little tougher on the outside, so you can dig your fork into it and get a nice chunk without working too hard or worrying about the whole thing falling apart. The chicken apple sausage comes as a patty. It's just dropped right on top of the egg, served on top of one half of the biscuit, which is open face. And then the spicy tomato jam is excellent. Now, I don't put ketchup on eggs really ever. I know some people love it. Uh, but this tomato jam is different than ketchup, and for me, it definitely works. It's served in a little ramekin on the side, and it's not quite like a marinara sauce, but it has a similar consistency where there are some chunks. It's not like big chunks like in a chunky salsa or chunky pasta sauce, but it's not like a runny, fully liquid sauce. And the flavor, again, everything there is super fresh, and so i not a ketchup guy, but I love this uh, on the eggs. And then they also have homemade hot sauce. Uh, and I do love hot sauce on eggs, so I use both. I think the tomato jam goes well with the eggs, and the hot sauce goes well with the hash browns, but I'll put a few drops of hot sauce on the eggs. Sometimes mixing sauces is okay. Sometimes it's a little weird. I think in this case, it works totally fine. Uh, I, I did. I mentioned the uh, carrot hash browns. The first time I saw that on the menu, I was like, okay, is the whole thing literally just made out of fried carrot? Uh, like, what's going on here? But no, it is mostly potato, and then they just also have shredded carrot mixed in with the, sh- with the shredded potato. The potato is still the dominant element, you could say. And they're they're pretty finely shredded and then sort of molded up into a ball that's kind of fried up. So you end up, and you'll see this in pictures of it uh, that I can share, you end up with an inside that's still the shredded soft potato. And then the outside is all fried up and has that almost burnt, not quite burnt, but just kind of charred texture on the outside a little bit, which I definitely like to get a little of. And the biscuit comes with one sausage patty. You all know me, I could probably eat like three of them, five of them, seven of them. So uh, so I also got a side of bacon because why not? So I had a couple uh, slices of bacon too. It was pretty well done, crispy bacon. Uh, definitely a good add-on, you know, why not? Live it up. And then they also have homemade jam, not just the tomato jam, but also this homemade raspberry jam. So for me, the move is to keep the biscuit open-faced and then do the egg and sausage and hot sauce on one side and then leave yourself the other half of the biscuit for a little bit of butter and the jam. So that's the biscuit sandwich special. And again, this is the kind of place I've been to a million times. I can personally vouch for like half a dozen things on the menu. And I've been with people who've gotten plenty more. Uh, I went back a couple months later and got a spinach and artichoke Benedict with the carrot hash browns. And it's an excellent Benedict. I would never steer you wrong on a Benedict. Uh, I guess it's rare that I have one I don't like, but I also will vouch that this one is very good. When it comes down to it, you can get a great brunch at a million places in New York and everywhere else, but there's just something about this place. You know, I love it. After I moved to Manhattan, it just became one of my spots. So I was very happy to see that Community built up their outdoor dining setup to cope with the pandemic. They built a structure out into the street like so many other places, uh, especially in that neighborhood. And I was just happy to go and support them. And, you know, supporting them, it's not like I was doing a favor. I'm happy to go and eat at Community anytime. So that's it for today. I plan to be back soon. It definitely won't be another year off, that I promise. And to tease the next episode, I will be back with another favorite brunch spot in New York and some big personal news that will definitely affect the podcast going forward. Uh, Some of you who know me in real life or follow me on Twitter are already certainly aware of this, but uh, we will get into that next time. Before I go, I just want to, again, send my best out to everyone. Everyone who knows me and has followed this podcast, either from the beginning or more recently, knows how much I love food, but not just eating, just the whole experience of going out with groups and sharing meals and the environment and trying cool restaurants. And I just feel awful for so many people, obviously everyone who got sick, but also all the businesses and restaurants that had to shut down this year and might not be able to come back. So I know it's late in the game for me to be telling you this a year into the pandemic, but I hope you're all supporting local restaurants. 
I have limited myself to outdoor dining and takeout. I know some people have done indoor dining. I'm not personally there. I also know some parts of the country are safer than others right now. But I'll just say I hope you're able to support restaurants. I hope you're tipping the wait staff well. It's sad hearing about waiters and waitresses and hosts and hostesses unable to get vaccinated in many cases, even with indoor dining open up, opening up. And I know so many of them rely on tips, which they don't rake in quite as much with lower capacity and fewer people. So again, you know, it's late for me to be telling you this now. Many of you have heard this already from other people or have figured it out on your own. But I just felt like I couldn't come back without saying something about the importance of supporting your local spots and tipping generously. So thanks, as always, to everyone for listening. If you're new here, you should go back and check out all my previous episodes. If you want an escape, it might feel like traveling back to the before times. Many of the episodes are solo, but plenty of them have fun guests on. A lot of the solo episodes are even shorter than this one. The first 45 episodes are on meals in 12 different states and 5 different countries. There are a lot from New York, but I also have fun ones from a fish market in South Korea, barbecue in Texas, deep dish in Chicago, hot chicken in Nashville. One of my personal favorites is an interview with a chef on Mount Kilimanjaro. They are all back there. You can subscribe in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. You can also follow me at Mitch Goldich on Twitter and Instagram, or search Mitch Goldich on Facebook for food pictures to go along with this and every episode. If you're wondering, hey, what do carrot hash browns look like? Just follow me on Instagram, mystery solved. I hope you'll come back. We are creeping up on 50 episodes, and I'm really excited to have the podcast back up and running. So thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you all again soon. (laughs) 